Welcome to the Designing Better Lives podcast, where we talk about all things design and the impact that intentionality can have on our lives. To learn more, visit us at designbetterlives.com. You can view a transcript of this podcast, articles, and more information that will connect you to the Designing Better Lives community. Welcome and enjoy the show. Welcome to the Designing Better Lives podcast. Today, our guest is Michelle Bradford. Michelle is the editor of Closets and Organized Storage magazine. Today's episode is about designing better lives through telling your story. We've got a wonderful show coming up today, and I can't wait for this conversation with Michelle. Michelle, thanks for joining the show. Thank you, Marcus. I'm glad to be here. Well, Michelle, so we can get a little bit of a baseline. Why don't you share uh, with the audience just a little bit about yourself, uh, your work, your family? Where do you where do you spend your time, and what keeps you busy? Oh, sure. Um, I live in Chicago on the Chicago South Side. I've been here for about twenty years now. Um, as noted, I'm editor for Closets and Organized Storage Magazine. So I've been in publishing for well over about twenty years now, and I've worked newspapers, magazines. Uh, I've actually worked both sides, both in sales and editorial, uh, as well as in production. So I have a varied experience in publishing, which I think helps. Um, I've been with uh, the current division that publishes Closets and Winter Storage Magazine uh, since 2001. Um, so it was part of Vance Publishing. Then back in 2015, we were um, purchased by CCI Media, our division. So uh, another great company which uh, publishes FDMC Magazine. We have our website, woodworkingnetwork.com. And so it, it's really great to be able to um, work in this industry, the type of people that you connect with, designers, uh, closet manufacturers, cabinet makers, furniture makers, all different types of people, uh, so many creative people. Uh, so I think it's great. My background is in obviously journalism. Went to school at Arkansas State uh, University in Jonesboro, Arkansas. That's where I grew up. Uh, it's not far from Memphis. So uh, I feel like I've moved around a little bit, moved from Arkansas to Dallas and then on to Chicago. Like I said, I've been here for about uh, 20 years now. So that's um, a little bit of a background on me. That's great. That's great. It's, it's awesome to get some context and, and understand a little bit more about your experience. I think it'll play nicely to our conversation today. And obviously, obviously we're spending some time talking about designing better lives through the ability to tell your story, which in the world of publishing, that's, that's kind of what you do, right? You tell stories. So maybe tell us a little bit before we go specifically in, in your role and organization today, what, what role does design play in publishing as a whole and in, in storytelling? What role does design play? Well, I think design is a critical part of our lives. Design um, helps you to be organized. It draws in your, of each individual, their particular personalities uh, in that space. So it makes you feel comfortable, uh, makes you feel organized, and being organized uh, is incredibly important. <laughs> uh, a happy life is actually an organized life, I think. 
Um, so I think design is very critical, whether people think of it in those terms or not. It's, it's critical in uh, how we feel, whether we're at work, if it's a commercial setting or whether we're at home. Um, I, don't, I think sometimes people don't understand the impact that the colors on the wall have, um, the impact of how the room is laid out and how you function in that space. So I, I think um, design is very critical and I'm appreciative of those people who take the time to think about things that a lot of times normal people aren't thinking about. How do I make a space work better? Yeah, it's, it's so good. I, I think, I think even about your current organization, um, you know, the role that design plays specifically um, with within the closets and organized storage magazine. Um, like what's the focus of design within the magazine, the publication? Well, within the magazine, we want to share the voice of people in the industry of the designers in the industry. We want to show what they're what people are working on what they're doing. Um, just and what they're thinking about and what they're looking at. So it's, it's just talking to people to understand where they are, understand their philosophy, and being able to share that in a broader scope with our readers uh, who are also closet designers, interior designers, home builders, the broad spectrum, as well as the, uh, our other publications that you know feature more woodworkers. Just telling those stories, I think, importance of thinking critically about, you know, how long is your hanging space? You know, maybe a home builder is not necessarily thinking about these things. So we start talking to designers, they start talking, telling their stories more. Uh, other people who are not thinking about specific aspects, I think that gives them a greater realization of just how many parts work together to make a whole. Yeah, that balance of, of intentionality and creativity. We've had a lot of, of guests on the show talk about when it comes to design. And I think to your point, the, 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 the achievement of good design and, and that finished project or that story uh, or, or that organization piece, uh, I think there's a lot of peace of mind that comes from that. I think our last guest shared a lot with us around what the role designers play as it relates to health, well-being, um, sort of mental peace of mind. And it, it's, it's so great to see your team sharing stories of, of designers, individuals, industry professionals that are helping people achieve that. Yeah, and I, I think it's also a case where um, someone's best practice, someone can look at what another person is doing and they can draw from that um, and learn from that. So I, I love doing the case studies where we go out and we visit with people and then to be able to share their process, how they got started. Sometimes maybe they didn't start as a designer. Sometimes they maybe started in another field, always had an eye for design or something of that nature. And they decided to go after it as a second career. And, and so just telling those aspects of it is always interesting. People have such varied backgrounds honestly, when it comes to it. But a lot of times, you know, whether they went to um, art school, design school, or they went to school for marketing or some other aspect of it, it's always, they always had a love for design from the beginning. They always seem to say that they, you know, had a great eye for developing a space and building a space. So it's, it's, it's just interesting to hear the stories as a writer and then share that with other people. 
It's so true. I, we talk a lot about passion for design and how that can manifest itself in really a number of different ways. It doesn't have to be the, the, the absolute trade professional or the individual that went to school for X number of years. The passion for design can show up really in, in, in so many ways. And I'm sure you get to hear a lot of incredible stories. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, talk about the future of, of the industry that you cover or the industries. Um, I think we're all in the middle of uh, frantic innovation or stabilization, depending on this, the, the day or the word you want to grab a hold of. But what do you see as the future of the industry as it relates to design um, the next three, five, 10 years? Well, I think the pandemic is going to have a huge impact on it. Um, I think with people staying at home, working from home, um, they're thinking about clients. They're thinking about things in a way they never have before. You know, earlier I was talking about the importance of design uh, in, in creating a space that's functional that allows people to move around and feel comfortable. And I think people are realizing that as they're sitting at home now, and they're doing a lot of things at home. They're working from home. They're, uh, their child is remote learning. So I think design will probably um, involve to be able to create niche spaces for people. Um, you hear a lot of talk about the open plan design that a lot of homes have. And you wonder now, I've heard some people say, uh, they feel like this, people are gonna start rethinking rooms and the rethinking how rooms are set up because if we're all in our homes and you're doing a Zoom call, <laughs> you need a particular space to do the Zoom call or your child is um, doing remote learning, then there's a whole setup around that, all the books that are involved, all those things. So I think design is gonna have to start incorporating some of those things that we're dealing with now um, because a lot of companies are talking about maybe they'll continue have to have people work from home. So there's a lot of unknowns, but I think people are really already thinking forward in, in that regard. You, you see a lot of companies are, you know, people are talking about they need a new home office space. Some companies are launching, they have pre-designed home office spaces to make it a little bit easier for people to deal with that. You know, they need larger pantry spaces. Uh, there's also the question of uh, the things we have to do. We wear a mask. So will mudrooms incorporate a special area maybe for hanging a mask or getting rid of a disposable mask? Different things like that, I think we're going to have to start thinking about that perhaps, you know, in January, the one thought about that as part of design. It's a great, a great point on the trends and probably some of the trends we never thought we would have to think about relative to masks and some of the other things, but super important. I, I think, I think it's, it, it is very timely, uh, the, the home office, the work from home. It's not that uncommon for me to have a Disney princess or two to show up on a conference call as we, as we record this from our homes. Um, but, uh, but I think that it does that space that's dedicated to working and focusing on, on our jobs for a period of time is, is important. And I also think that uh, even when the pandemic is over and people were able to go outside and see the bright sky, uh, they're going back to their commercial buildings. You wonder how that's gonna impact commercial design and how people interact around the water cooler, 
And um, I think people are really going to start thinking about um, how the office is set up. You know, maybe they'll take some cues from how their home space has been set up. Michelle, maybe you, you can share us to the, the, the obviously the industry is evolving and there's some recency bias to things that we're experiencing relative to the pandemic that we have to solve. But the evolution of your brand, of the publication, of the, the magazine, like what's what's the evolution of that look like? And has, has the design or the approach of that changed in, in light of recent events or even as you think about 2021 and beyond? Well, one thing with the brand, you know, it started out as closets and then we added the term uh, closets and organized storage, because this is not just the closet, it's other parts of the home. So that's one way we've kind of changed or rebranded. We want to uh, talk about storage across the whole home, not just the closets, um, it's home office, it's the garage, storage even in the kitchen from the pantry. Um, so that's one way that we uh, have been kind of changing the story. Um, also, one of the things we're looking at, uh, doing a lot more of video. I think video is very, very uh, important. Uh, and we, we've been encouraged as writers, as editors, when we go out on site visits to, um, to take a video, to allow the person who's there to share their story, like in their own words, and you can hear it. And, and it always goes nicely with a story that we've written to include a video with it. It's kind of an extra component. People like to be able to see and feel like they're in that particular space. And to hear a, a designer or a closet manufacturer just to explain their business or their philosophy in their own words. Um, I think video will be key. And we've been doing more um, online. We have a trade show um, that's annual every year. And that's always great to get people together you have the sessions where people learn and there's a networking. Uh, it's always a great experience. But uh, this year, because of the pandemic, we did a virtual conference and that was great. And I think we're, we're going to be doing more webinars. We have a webinar series going on right now. So I, we are evolving in how we um, basically tell the story, not just the print publication, but online and virtual and video. So um, yes, we are definitely trying to find new ways to reach people and again to share and tell the stories of those in the industry. It's great. I know I, I think everybody's thinking about uh, the, the audio world as we find ourselves on a podcast right now, the, the impact of video and, the, and the, the eyeballs and the attention that that's getting. I think it's it's probably appropriate to be to be playing in those in those spaces for sure. Now, now someone Michelle that's had obviously a an incredible career and, and, and a, a consummate professional. Where where do you find your inspiration for design, or how do you keep your edge as it relates to uh, ongoing education or, or keeping up that passion for design as you as you work in that space? Well, I subscribe to Architectural uh, Digest magazine, so definitely magazines. Uh, Instagram, actually, uh, there are a lot of great uh, accounts. It's so visual, you know, and I love Instagram to be able to scroll through and see the things that people are working on, whether it's designer, professional organizer, or someone who just had their home designed. Um, so I think that's always a great 
I, I know a lot of people mention HDTV, but I don't necessarily watch HDTV. Um, occasionally, I might tune in for a show, but it's not necessarily something I would watch. Uh, like I said, primarily magazines and uh, Instagram. That's great. Well, I, I've got a few um, just sort of fast-paced, quick-hitting questions I'll, I'll, I'll line up here. So um, the, the best book or maybe the most recent book you've read that you would recommend to the Designing Better Lives audience? Okay. My favorite book that I read is Tumbling by Diane McKinney Whetstone. So I, it's a fictional book, but it's, it's very lyrical. It's a story about family, faith, community, and forgiveness. Um, so that's one, one, one of my all-time favorite books. That's great. We, we've got we've got some incredible books that have been recommended on on past episodes that I've had to Google and I've not heard of them and, and I'll add that to the list. So I'll have to check it out. Um, how about some of the best advice you've received from a mentor, a coach, uh, a leader? Um, one of the best tips I think I ever heard, and it's focus on yourself and control the things you can control. And I've heard that from like. From multiple people maybe said in different ways but it's really that it's you versus you and the only thing you control control is how you deal with something how you see things and see the world and so there's so much you can't control but you can't control yourself and so that i think is one of the greatest things I heard. And I try, I try to follow that, especially now with everything going on, it, it's, um, it's focus on yourself, focus on um, self-care, wellness, mental well-being, um, try to remain positive <laughs> in spite of everything that's going on. Because you can't control the outside world, but you can control how you think and feel. Wow, that, that I mean, it's so on target specifically right now i think focusing on what you can control because it may it feels like it at least now more than ever there's there's so many uncontrollables so that that's a good that's a great share and great advice um how about a leader is there someone you follow for inspiration guidance or uh just to try to learn from well michelle obama and i think one of the reasons i like her positivity um compassion and the ability to self-reflect and to uh, encourage others. There's always, you know, um, when I listen to her, I, I feel encouraged. And I think that I think about her career and where she's gone. And I, so I, she's a positive uh, for me person that I, that I look up to and enjoy listening to her speech or reading her work or now her podcast. <laughs> so. Great. It's a, it's a good one to share and a good one to follow for sure. She's, she's created an incredible voice. Well, so we have a closing question uh, on the Designing Better Lives podcast where we ask guests to challenge the audience that with one thing they could do to become more intentional and design a better life for maybe themselves, their community, employees, uh, and it's really a, a wide ranging list of challenges if, you, if you've heard previous episodes. So Michelle, this is your chance. What, what's the challenge to the Designing Better Lives community? Oh, my challenge, be intuitive and listen with empathy. That's great. Perfect challenge for, for designers, especially. That's awesome. 
Well, Michelle, thank you so much for spending some time on the show and sharing a little bit about, about your work, about your passion for the industry and helping, um, and helping raise the bar and share the stories of, of folks that are out there designing better lives. We're super, super grateful for that. Um, and, and where can listeners uh, of, of the show connect with you? So they can visit woodworkingnetwork.com uh, to see our stories. Uh, we post uh, issues of the uh, digital issues of the magazine there. Um, they can email me uh, at Michelle, M-I-C-H-A-E-L-L-E dot Bradford at woodworkingnetwork.com. It's fantastic, Michelle. I can't thank you enough again for, for coming on the show, sharing a little bit how uh, you and your team are designing better lives. And, and thank you again for what you're doing to push the industry forward. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to our Designing Better Lives conversation today. If you haven't already, please head over to iTunes or your podcast platform and leave a rating or review. We're always looking for opportunities to learn and grow and appreciate your support along the way.